Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Angel Connection, a weekly show about all things angelic with your host, international healer and author, C.J. Martins. Well, good evening, my angel friends. This is C.J. Martins, and you're listening to the Angel Connection show on Friday, February 8th, 2013. Well, I hope everyone had a, a great week. I know that the energies have been very intense, so most of us are just trying to keep up by the, by the you know, the bootstraps here. But uh, tonight, I uh, hope I have this wonderful, enjoyable show. I think it will be my guest, Annabelle Venezuela Arlecan, to discuss her own angel experiences and her new children's book, "The Day an Angel Ran Into My Room." Well, I have an announcement that uh, before we get into some of the regular segments, uh, I know everyone's been waiting for the official uh, print version of my new novel, Angel Incarnate One Birth, coming up next Tuesday. So I'm very excited. If you want to learn more about the book, go to www.angelincarnate.com. I have a couple of prayer requests this evening, so I ask all of you listeners to and I'll send some healing energy and love uh, for these folks. Please pray for young Tyler. I had mentioned him on last week's show. He's still in a coma. Um, things He's probably got a long road ahead of him. He's got a traumatic brain injury. He's only eight. So I ask that you continue to pray for Tyler and his recovery so that he can wake up. Uh, please offer prayers for Robert, who's in the hospital, that he will recover quickly, and also uh, for Faith. She's trying to recover from a significant surgery right now. Well, the inspiring story is actually kind of interesting this week. Uh, the headline, as I'm searching for these uh, articles, says, Good Samaritan Saves the Same Man Eight Years Later. Well, I was very intrigued as to how this could have happened. So there's a you know gentleman who... Uh, basically had gone out fishing. He pulls his boat out of the water and uh, shreds a tire on his van. So he and his son are are trying to basically change this tire. And uh, Good Samaritan stops and uh, behind this gentleman's van gets out to try to try to help him. Well, you know, the, what's really, uh, you know, scarier are sometimes dangerous is when we're, you know, people get often hit when we're trying to change our tire by the side of the road. And so, uh, unfortunately, for this whole group of people, a drunk driver of another truck, after this gentleman stops to help the man and his son to change his tire, uh, ends up hitting the Good Samaritan's car, skids, and, and misses all of them by about three feet. And so the police that come onto the scene, you know, they it's nice to know there's good Samaritans out there and that this man's actions probably saved these people's lives because if, if, if the good Samaritan's vehicle had not been in the way, of course, then uh, the, it would have been the van that got hit. So after everybody's shaking after this close escape, the, the gentleman uh, with the flat tire starts reminiscing and telling this story about another good Samaritan who helped him years ago. And he says, I, t- I told the story about how I was fishing, and I got a triple hook embedded deep into my hand. He said, I was in a lot of pain, and my son asked if there was a doctor, and here comes this guy who paddles up in a kayak, and he just happens to be a nurse, and he surgically removed the hook. I guess they're in the water at this point. And the Good Samaritan looks at him, and he goes, well, that was me. And it was then that the man with the fan recognizes him. And he goes, the odds of that happening are astronomical. Now I know it's my job to repay this by helping someone else. And so uh, the gentleman said he he will never uh, forget, you know, standing on the shoulder of the road watching this truck come through and almost hit them. And so 
the gentleman who was the uh, Good Samaritan kind of laughs in his interview, and he says, um, you know, he said, I consider what happened as a miracle. I was able to prevent a tragedy. You know, I worked as a nurse, a nurse practitioner, for like 30 years helping people. That time, This time I was able to prevent a tragedy from happening. I like the car, but I'm not uh, upset about losing it this way. And so as the two men are parting, he said, uh, you know, he wants to get together with him. Uh, and the man wanted to be able to thank him for rescuing him a second time. Well, the gentleman offers to take the Good Samaritan out fishing, and this is what the guy says and why I included it tonight. The man says, I told him my limit was rescuing someone twice in a lifetime, but I would like to get together with him, this gentleman said. But considering the bad luck that he's had while fishing, I suggested that we go bowling instead. (laughs) So I thought it was very – can you imagine just – all of a sudden, you know, getting saved by the by the same person. So I would say that those uh, lives are intertwined, wouldn't you? So I guess they're going to go bowling, though. No fishing for this guy because that's how he got the flat tire, and that's how he apparently got a, a hook embedded in his hand eight years earlier, and here comes the same guy. So interesting. Um, and I got a little chuckle out of the story. So now, without further ado, I know you're waiting for the angel message this week, and then I'll bring on Annabelle. I'm so excited to talk to her. Um, but at least, you know, the angels have a, a little bit of good news. Um, I know everyone's been really reporting to me this very intense energy, but I guess uh, in a couple of weeks it's supposed to level out, so we're going to hold on, you know, guys, until then, right, and stay positive. And here's what the angels say this evening. Dear ones, the energies this week will maintain their usual intensity. But we are happy to share, however, that you may anticipate that this flow will taper off a bit in just a couple of weeks. In the meantime, we wish to share some very good ways to remain in balance amidst this enormous flow of universal divine energies. We wish to speak to you first about inspiration because focusing on this will help you to balance more effectively. There are many things which evoke feelings of being inspired in your world, such as nature, certain people you may look up to as mentors, spiritual practices, connection to source, your children, or even your career vocation. When things shift dramatically at an energetic level, it can be very easy to lose your ability to experience fully whatever lifts you up. As the frequencies rise even higher right now, it causes a push of polarity that can easily cause you to lose your center by becoming over-identified with work, activities, appointments, emotional triggers, and the crises of other people in your life, and so on. You may find it helpful to consciously think of what gives you the greatest amount of spiritual uplifting or inspiration right now. Ask yourself, am I feeding these energies in my life right now? This week, look for ways to give yourself a conscious reminder or connection to whatever is your inspiration. There are many ways to do this, from placing sticky notes on your bathroom mirror to carrying a photo of a teacher that inspires you. Inspiration is important because it engages deeper feelings of belief and hope. When things get challenging, it is your inspired hope that can help you to arrive into the next moment with less anxiety and stress. We know there are many of you feeling much deeper anxieties than would normally be present for you. The world is shifting, and as such, you are trying to shift with it. Remember that your ego doesn't like change very much. It can pull you away from the present moment or increase your feelings of stress, worry, and anxiety. It can also generate thoughts which cause you to feel overwhelmed and incapable of going through certain experiences. Remember, these types of thoughts are simply untrue. Whether you realize it or not, you already have everything you require. Your inner wisdom is always present and connects you directly to source. We are here to support your understanding of this truth. We wish to share with you this week that you are capable and that you can overcome any challenge that comes your way. Just remember to breathe and reset if you need to. Remember to take time to connect to your inspiration and, of course, We are only a thought away if you need us to guide you along the way. Until next week, dear ones, we are the Seraphim. So, you know, we are always so blessed. I feel blessed to get this message every week. Um, The angels are always encouraging us that we're already perfect the way that we are. So this is a good suggestion this week if it seems like there's just way too many things to get done in a single day. I feel that way sometimes. So it's hard not to connect, as they say, with our inspiration and our hope 
and our belief. And hope and belief and inspiration are why I do this show. So, And also why I connected with the guests that I'm about to bring on. First-time author Annabelle Venezuela Arlecan grew up all over the world, including Europe, the United States, and her native Honduras. For the past 18 years, she's lived in Miami with her family. She's worked in the communication field for those uh, for 20 years, and was inspired to write this book. From, sorry, I just all of a sudden my brain just went. Phew. Okay, hey, it's the energy. I'll just say that. <laughs> was inspired to write this book by her children. And the book is The Day an Angel Ran Into My Room. I'd like to welcome Annabelle to the Angel Connection. Welcome, Annabelle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm very, very pleased to be here. Well, I'm so pleased to have you on. And, and you're my first child, you know, children's author. And, you know, children, uh, everyone around, even my car plates say Mama CJ. So children are important to me and, and their understanding of the spiritual realm and, and so on. So very happy to have you on the show. Thank you for spending the time with myself and the listeners tonight. You know, I want to, you know, from the conversations, because I always talk to my guests prior to the show, you know, and your story is about a book that you uh, just released, but this journey started 20 years ago. Can we talk a little bit about your own life journey before this particular book idea came to you? Uh, sure, sure. Um, like you, you mentioned a little bit about, about my background. You know that I grew up all over the world, and uh, I uh, have been working in the communications field, like uh, marketing, advertising, public relations, for for about twenty years. And I always liked to write, but I never really did it in a formal way. It was just writing for myself, and you know, I would write down my thoughts and so forth and so on. And uh, I lived a little bit everywhere, and in the United States, I lived in in New York and Boston, and at the time I was living in Los Angeles. I was married and I had uh, two children, uh, one that was five years old, upon who the book is based on, and the other one was uh, six months old, uh, two little girls. So um, uh, I had really immersed myself in um, in some writings by some uh, some of the uh, uh, the modern-day philosophers, I like to call them, but uh, Wayne Dyer, and uh, somebody had given me some cassettes of his that uh, were called, um, I remember the name, it, it struck me because generally people, you know, they have to see something in order to believe it, but his cassettes said the, the exact opposite, which was when you'll see it when you believe it, and um, and that, you know, intrigued me, so I started listening to these cassettes, and that sort of like, began my, you know, was the beginning of my journey as far as the book is concerned because that's when it's, I started immersing myself and, and all of their, the teachings. And then I, from there I, I went on to read uh, Deepak Chopra and then Marianne Williamson. But that sort of started me thinking about, you know, about, about you know, subconsciously that I wanted to write something and, 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 and to do with children, but I had no idea what and how and, you know, and so forth. Well, you know, and and some of the teachers and you know authors also that have, you know inspired me, and those names are among the list, among others. You know, um, it's amazing though when we we even you know we're always trying to figure everything out in great detail. But to me, the journey sometimes is just about you know when we put it out that that's what we want to do. Then of course you know the response will come come back in in one form or, or another. So, well, before we get into uh, the details about this beautiful book that you've released, you know, I understand that you've had some personal angel experiences, which I absolutely, if those have happened with the guests, I want to be able to share those. Can you share those with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, When I, uh, like, before I wrote the book, I really did not know anything about, I just wanted to preface by saying this because I didn't know anything about angels. I didn't really, uh, you know, I mean, I, I believed in them because I was I was brought up as a Catholic, but I didn't really, uh, you know, put a lot of thought into it. do they exist, what do they do, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, if if I call them, will they come? You know, I, di- I didn't really, I hadn't really thought, given that a lot of thought. So, but since then, I really did a lot of reading, did a, a research on angels, and what I've found is that angels sometimes will you know, will appear and help you even though you haven't asked them to because I think when, when, there's, when, when, when there's, there's a bigger goal, you know. And other times when you do ask for help, they will also appear. So it, it happens both ways. And some people have the gift of seeing angels. I do not have that gift, but 
Um, nevertheless, I wanted to say that because I wanted I wanted to talk about two experiences, especially that happened to me. One was twenty year more than twenty years ago, and I remember that um, I had been uh, uh, left to babysit my two um, uh, nephews, and uh, my sister was out of town, and uh, it was just uh, they lived in, in Florida and. Um, it was a very quiet neighborhood, you know, very safe and so forth. And uh, I remember it was the middle of the day. It was like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. And the doorbell uh, rang. And so I went to open it, and without really thinking, I opened the door. As soon as I opened the door, a man appeared that it, it just, like, inspired fear in me. It was like, oh, no, I shouldn't have opened the door. It was my gut feeling telling me. Now, that neighborhood, you know, there was never, a car would never, it was very rare to see cars going, you know, it was very quiet. You know, you'd never see, like, a lot of commotion. It wasn't near a busy intersection or anything like that. As soon as I opened the door and that, and I got that, that gut feeling, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. Wow. At that exact moment, the police, a police car stopped by and, 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 and questioned the guy, said, what are you doing there? And he turned around, and they said, come over here. And it was like I was saved in that moment. Now, I didn't know that, and I didn't realize that that had been an angel experience. But afterwards, looking back on that, it was like I even like my hair, you know, even like rise right now, because um, it was I was saved by an angel. I mean, had, had they not had that police car all of a sudden not appeared there, I mean, I, I would hate to think what would have happened, but it was like, you know, that you know, some people just give you that feeling that, that you're feeling like, oh, no, you know. It's like and oh, the energy that's... was really, really, really bad, and I just felt like I was saved by an angel in that exact moment. Well, and as and... you're sharing that story, I'm getting goosebumps. So that's <laughs> usually know. when my angels are going, yep, yep, that was an angel, so I'm, I'm confirming for you too right now, <laughs> you know, and and – What's what's whether you know whether uh, an angel you know pops a police car out of thin air they can do that, but a lot of people who feel like something you know divinely intervened like you said normally that you know <laughs> any other day you wouldn't have seen a cop car any other day and then you open the store and there it is so that's a very powerful experience. Oh yeah, no that and and the other experience that I wanted to share with you happened to um, actually to my daughter but it happened like just. I mean, a month and a half ago or less, you know, and it was also one of those stories that you say, oh, my God, you know, it's like um, this was definitely an angel experience. It was uh, actually New Year's Day, and she had uh, come back from, uh, you know, the celebrations. They had actually rented a bus so that they didn't have to drive because in Florida the distances are like 45 minutes long, you know, 50 minutes long. And um, and so they had, she had left her car where the bus, you know, had, uh, had uh, dropped them off, uh, so she was just going to drive like five blocks away, and she was going in, in one of those um, uh, circular, you know, um, I don't know how you call them, but they're like, a, uh, you know, it's like a circular path. And, oh, uh, a ra- a, that's called a roundabout. Yeah, roundabout, exactly. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, she was going in, in, in a roundabout, and somehow she lost control, and she, she was veering towards like the palm tree, and as soon as she she realized that, she steered the you know, the wheel of the car, and the car turned, flipped. And uh, the thing is that it, the car flipped, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a police car appeared uh, next to her and pulled her out out of the passenger seat because she couldn't get out. out of, you know, uh, it, it was blocked. Her, you know, um, the driver's seat was blocked. So they pulled her out, and the ambulance was like, everything was just there, you know. And oh, weird. Uh, <laughs> and wow. nothing happened to her. I mean, the car was totaled. Uh, when her father, you know, picked, a, you know, went to see the car at the, at the, at the tow truck, totaled. I mean, the windshield windshield was totaled. The uh, you know the the whole roof was totaled. So there was no way that unless you know <laughs> there was an a her guardian angel was with her that night that. I mean, nothing happened to her, absolutely nothing. I mean, it was just like, you know, I, I just couldn't believe. I had been thankful every single day, you know, since since that incident happened because, I mean, it could have been it, it could have been something really, really bad, and it was it was nothing. Everybody along the way that showed up that night just helped her along the way, and 
everything, you know, everything was like in divine order. I mean, it, it was it was just incredible, and that just like that's that's another like a very powerful experience for me that that it was like uh, confirmation of you know everything I believe in, but you know definitely it was it was it was really everybody that hears the story says can't believe it. You know, and 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 we have, you know, what what I, you know, you said you don't have the gift to to see to see angels, and you know, and I, I think I have enough of that for a bunch of people all combined. But it, the they're they're everywhere. That's what's so amazing. You know, they're always present. They're always watching over us. And the way that I understand from the angels is that. There are things in this world that can happen in a chaotic fashion that may, in this case, was a freak kind of accident for your daughter. Mm-hmm. And I believe that when we're not meant to go, often angels, I'm getting goosebumps again, often angels appear to mm-hmm. save us. Exactly. You know, That's exactly and, what I felt. Because it's, not, because it's not our time. It wasn't your daughter's time. You know, And so... It's it. They're just everywhere, and um, it's just amazing to me, you know. And I'll, I'll look at somebody, you know, twice when I'm out and about, you know, shopping and things because, uh, you know, everybody has a guardian angel, and I can see those and everything. And every once in a while, you got somebody who's walking around with the whole whole crew, and um, it's just kind of interesting. So the world's kind of a crowded place for me, but I don't want to digress. <laughs> but thank you for sharing those because, you know, that there's, you know, there's so many angels. And they, you know, they protect us. They watch over us. And, you know, it's to me like just having the creator on the ground, you know, right here all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. And and I think that in, in those two instances, I mean, they, they, we didn't ask for help, you know, in, in the sense uh-huh. that, you know, but I think that if more people would ask their angels for help, they would, you know, they would get it because, I mean, uh, you hear about these stories about angels appearing, and when people actually ask for their help, that they were in, they were also in danger, and they asked for help, and they just like you know appeared and and and, and saved them. So so that's that's important to know as well that that actually if you if you are you know I mean be aware that you do have angels around like CJ was saying, and and ask for help because they will come, they will help you. And I and I really think that's why at the very end of every message, people who follow the show or, or get the messages every week, they always say, "Remember, we're only a thought away." And I and I, it just occurs to me as you're speaking, which is cool, that that's why they remind us every week. I think it's like don't get so frantic in your life that you don't just think about your angel and ask for help. So. I'll just have. I'm gonna. I may have to cut that little sound bite out of here. As I remember to ask for help from your angels, because people don't always remember to do that. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're two birds of a feather, and you know, I've had a similar experience where angels. You know, you know, my husband's still alive, and had the angels not intervened, and you know, he went through a lot. He didn't come out unscathed, but. Everyday gratitude for the intervention of the angels in our life. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. And also, you know, let's talk about this book. So let's let's start with, you know, what what a, when you did re- get this inspiration for your book, you know, what kind of uh, things were going on in your life and, you know, what inspired you to, to be able to write it? Well, uh, like I said, my 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 um, oldest daughter was five at the time, and uh, and the youngest uh, was uh, um, of the daughters was uh, was six months old. And when I had my kids, I really realized, you know, how kids are so perfect. They are so connected to source. They are really, um, you know, you can see it in the glow in their eyes. You know how happy they are. And somewhere along the lines, you know, we lose that. You know, with information, with you know, um, education. So, you know, I mean, somewhere along the lines, you know, the kids get all these garbled messages, and we lose that connection. You know, we lose that joy, that inner joy, that peace, and so forth. And I was thinking about all that when uh, when when my children were born. You know, I was just looking at them, observing them, and and I said, my God. And uh, when I read all of those inspirational books by 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 these authors, I said. 
I wish I would have known all these things when I was, you know, younger because it would have made my life so much more joyful and easy and so forth, you know, because as we as we grow up, you know, we we lose those messages and if we could, you know, kids are are like sponges. They really absorb everything you teach them. So if if you how if I could teach them, you know, how, all of these messages that I've learned 30 years later, it would be wonderful, you know. It would be, just be, you know, incredible. And uh, so that's where the the idea started, like, you know, growing a little bit every day and so forth. And uh, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know that I was going to write about an angel because that was never really. It was just how do I do it? And um, and then I was going really through a very rough uh, period in my life. And um, and my sisters had the the brilliant idea. She was living in Monterey, Mexico at the time, and she said, "Why don't you come over here, you know, and take some time off, and and come with the kids, and we'll just, you know, it's very pretty here, and we can just go, and and there's a lot of nature, and and so I said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I just want to uh, need to get out of Los Angeles for a little bit, so I I packed and I left with my kids and so forth." And uh, they had this beautiful little home in Monterey, Mexico. And um, and at night there was this. Um, I was staying in this room that had this. Um, you know, when everybody was asleep, I, there was this little computer, and that's where the idea started. I, I started thinking about the idea again. Or like, how do I write? How do I communicate this message? How do I do it? You know, I didn't have the answer yet, but it was like I was I was kind of mulling it around. And how do I do it? And it just. The inspiration just came to me. It was, I think, it was guided. It was, my, it was, you know, when you get an inspiration like that, it's definitely guided. You know, it was, it was, uh, you know, write about an angel. You know, and it was like, oh my God. You know, it was like, it was. That's what I need to do, and and that's how it started. You know, and I would, every night I would like, uh, I would actually, because I I think visually, so I I would write. And, but then I would also draw and paint. Now, I'm not an illustrator, so it wasn't like, it wasn't that I, I was, I wanted to do the illustrations. It was just that it just came to me that way. So that's what I would do every single night. And I would, and that's how the story started coming together. And, uh, and that's how the idea of the book and the book was born, you know, and that was more than 20 years ago. Wow. You know, before we get into the details of the book, I understand that we have a very special caller. Would you like to take a caller about your book? Welcome to the Angel Connection. Hello. Hello. Yes. Um, yes, Annabelle. Oh, hi. Well, I'm listening to you. I don't see you, but I'm listening. And so congratulations. Uh, I think you're talking really nice and good. That's and, great. And, that, this, and, this is this is my mother, by the way. <laughs> I was so delightful that you called. Yeah, she's yeah. calling all the way from Honduras. Oh wow! Thanks. Well, welcome. Yeah, thank you very much for letting me uh, see it and talk to her. You're a lovely lady, and I was happy when I I was so excited when I knew it was you on the line, and that's why I didn't tell Annabelle until you came on. <laughs> Thank yeah, you very husband. much. Congratulations. That's okay, a wonderful thank you. Thank you. I love you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. How nice is that? Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, my mother's going to be 90 years old next month, so uh, <laughs> so we're all very excited. She's a matriarch, you know, of a big family. Oh, wow. Well, you know, family's, family's important, and what I love about your mother calling or, you know, at a difficult time. I, I come from a similar family. You know, going through a difficult time, come stay, you know, come come uh find some peace, you know. And so I just when uh when I got the, the message that your mother was calling I knew I had to interrupt you for a moment and, and so that she could tell <laughs> no, you congratulations. That was great. That was wonderful. <laughs> and so thank you to Annabelle's mother for gracing us with her beautiful presence. She has lots of angels, so I can see that about her. And so so here you are in the wee hours of the night. And do you mean, you know, so would would you go to sleep and then wake up or did you just well, kind of I would stay, awake. stay up till uh, no, till very late. I mean, everybody else was sleeping, mm-hmm. and, and and in the peace of the night, that's when I yeah. I really got my inspiration, you know. And also, I think that um, in my experience, when you're going through a rough period, I think when you hit bottom or something like that, I think that that's when 
when a lot of the times people get really inspired because you're you're raw, you know, it's all it's raw and it, and it's it brings up something in you, you know, from the depths of your soul, so, so to speak. So that's what happened to me, and and I was like, I would just ride into the night and 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 sort of draw because that's how I did it. You know, I, I wrote and I drew. Not that I, you know, that I was, you know, an illustrator, but it, that's just how it came. The material came to me, and. Um, and so it was. It was. It was like really. I mean, I was in heaven. You know, I was really. I I was loving it, and uh, and I was there like for three months. So it took the whole process took like three months to write, and uh, and then I I I basically came out with it. It was a manuscript at that, at that point. You know, uh, with pictures. It just happened to be with pictures, but it was a manuscript at that point. And I was really excited about about uh, for it to. Uh, you know, finally be published, and I thought it was going to, you know, get a great reception and all of that. You know, little did I know. Well, yeah, that kind of leads into the next part of your journey. You know, you're all excited, and, and you know, I think that nighttime, the quiet of the night, and I'm very visual too, though. I'm not much of an artist either, um, but, you know, I find that uh, uh, with working so directly with angels, trying to get this message being on the the mission in my life, you know, that I am, you know, that they they can communicate so much, um, definitely, you know, they can come through so visually, especially Mm -hmm. for those of us that do have visual minds like that. So, but, so, um, I won't ask about the central character, but I, coming into kind of, you're all excited, you know, and this is true, you know, we've created something and we're very excited about it. And so you have this, wonderful book that teaches children about angels, spiritual truths, you know. And to me, even 20 years ago, it sounds like, you know, no-brainer for publishers to want this book, but that's not really what happened, was it? No, 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 at all. Uh, well, I had this, this uh, my, my, my creation, my little baby, because that's how, you know, an author thinks about, you know, their book, you know, it's like a, it's like a creation. So I I, I started sending it out to all the uh, literary agents because everybody told me you have to have an agent first, and I w- sent it to the media. And I, I must have sent it out to like a hundred, but in, in but um, I, and then I got just pure rejection letters, or some 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 uh, letters would tell me like everything that I needed to change. Basically, I'd have to change the whole thing around and 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 make it another book because then it would be another book, not this book. And uh, and it was like. In my mind, it felt like 400. There were really like 100 rejection letters. But then I, I just, I just felt in my heart that it wouldn't be right for me to change it because you know when I when I would look at it, I'd say no, it doesn't seem right. And so I just put it away. I decided I'm going to just put this project away and put it in the closet. And then that's what I did for like 18 years. I just put it away, and um, along with the little rejection letters because I couldn't deal with them either. And um, and I just basically got into you know back to my field communications working this life you know and and I forgot about that for 18 years and uh, and so it was it was like a rude awakening for me you know like that my my project or my book was not really you know I mean at that point in time though. Yeah, uh, nobody was interested in, uh, in angels. I mean, that was long before the secret. It was long before uh, the, the awakening. I think that the the world has gone through an awakening period, and and that hadn't happened yet. So it was it was a little premature, you know. And um, but there's no everything in life is about timing, you know. And I I really truly believe this that uh, you might come out with a great product, and if the timing is not right, it will not happen. And uh, Victor Hugo used to say, the famous uh, writer, he said, there is no idea like the idea whose time has come. And I love I Victor Hugo. <laughs> I've read many <laughs> Victor Hugo books. So, yeah. um, Well, so, so you kind of put it, you put it on the list. I want listeners to definitely hear, you know, uh, about the story itself, what's contained within the book. And I understand the central, the little girl in the book is modeled after your daughter. So can you tell us, you know, give a little bit about uh, this, the children's, the story itself? Yes. Uh, well, the setting of the, of, the, of the book starts with the little girl going to bed, and she asks for the usual five minutes that every kid asks for, and the mom says, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, the mom says, okay. And in those five minutes, she gets a surprise visitor. 
and the surprise visitor happens to be her guardian angel. And uh, the angel is just not any angel. It's an angel that really looks a lot like a child. So it makes it very easy for her to relate. But she doesn't understand why the angel is showing up in her room. And she goes, I thought the angels lived in heaven. And the angel um, goes on to say, yes, we do. However, I've come here, down here, uh, to tell you a a few secrets. And then the angel starts imparting all these uh, secrets about life, you know, and uh, talking about cause and effect and uh, visualization and how we're all one and um, imparting all these messages. And the little girl is like, she can't believe that, you know, this angel has chosen her to, to impart these secrets too. So she wants her mother to come. And she wants to um, her mother to listen in so that she'll believe her. And she goes, "Can I can I tell my mom because you know she won't believe me?" Uh-uh. This is I have only come this time to kids because they are the ones that need me the most. And Aww. so, <laughs> and so the so she the angel and her continue in this little journey about about life and 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 what happens if if this happens and you know and trying to explain these concepts to the child and and so that's it's sort of a tale of transformation and the idea is that uh the child can change any child can change their life through their thoughts and their deeds and um and that's the whole idea but i think that if i would want like for you to say okay what message would you want uh, uh, a child that reads this book or or this book is read to to walk away with? And what I would say is I would like them all to come away from, you know, ha- after having read this book with the understanding that they all have a guardian angel and that they have the power to change their life through their thoughts and their deeds. And that's, uh, that, that, that would be the message. It's a... It's- and it's you know those those essential things you know that empower children you know and and we're seeing a lot of this emerge you know out out in the world too with the great as you say awakening we call it the shift you know and and all of those things so let's fast forward then you have this you have this beautiful story it's your baby you've had to put it away because no it's kind of ahead of its time. Which the angels are always trying to me not to get too far ahead of myself. That's what happens. <laughs> I, I may I may get uh, I may get this concept or get that concept, but I have to kind of sit with things because, like you said, in you know, and so I trust the divine timing of things. So, you know, it's 20 years later, your children are grown, but something prompts you to try again. So, what what happened that made you get that book out of that closet? Uh, well, this is going to be uh, this is going to be funny, a little funny because it's it's a, it's a very modern uh, <laughs> something that people will be will definitely be able to relate to. Uh, actually, I was on Facebook one day, and um, and you know how when when you for example one of my interests is writing, another one is reading. So they they basically you get ads based upon what your interests are. So there I was sitting and uh, looking at my Facebook page, and I see an ad that says. Have you written a book? It was like it was like it was like aimed towards me. It was like it was like it, I thought they were. It was talking to me. I felt like it was really uh, talking to me. So I go, yeah. And he goes, well, don't you want it? Don't you want it to be published? Don't you want your manuscript to be published? And I go, yeah. So call this number and and this and that. And so I called the number and they told me to send the manuscript uh, to to them. And which I had to go out and take it out of the closet. It had a little cowwebs there and everything <laughs> after 18 years. And uh, I sent it to them, and one thing led to the other, and uh, and they uh, agreed to represent me. Um, I found this wonderful company, and they, I've been with them ever since. And and here we are. Now it's uh, the book is finally published. But like I said, the timing is right now because uh, look at uh, you know all, if you walk into any Barnes and Noble, you'll see. All these books about angels, and a lot of them, you know, had to do, you know, with kids. For example, you have a book that Heaven is for Real, and uh, another one that's called, um, I'm trying to think about the name, um, but, you know, you, you, know uh, you know what I'm saying, right? It's a lot of books about angels, and, and I think that the timing right now is, was right, and, and I just, I guess I, uh, you know, I just, uh, it just happened because it had to happen, and, and the funny part is how it happens through Facebook. Well, you know, social media. I'm actually teaching a class tomorrow on on how to use 
uh, social media for marketing. You know, it's it, it, what's beautiful about the Internet, Facebook, all of these things is how much we can share ideas, how much we can connect with each other, how much that synchronicity that leads us to the right person at the right time. I know some of the uh, – we have a chat room that people are, you know, listening – are, you know, posting as we're talking here. And so what uh, What was – one of the questions was what, what's the company that, that – ended up helping you where you just felt like this ad was jumping off that page for you? It's called Strategic Book Publishing uh, and Rights Company. Okay, so... Um, so did did you did they help you find the illustrator or was that another synchronicity? No, I just uh, I saw the, the, this illustrator's bo- uh, work in. Um, they have illustrators, you know, the company does. But however, I had fallen in love with uh, with the work of an illustrator from England that I found through the internet as well. And I just she had just these magical colors, you know, and uh, and it, you know, I, I knew that the book had to in order to really be attractive to. For kids and parents, because at the end of the day, the parents are the ones that buy the book, and right. uh, I, I just felt it had to be really magical. And she just she she painted mostly like animals and in, in like in, in the forest, and but the the colors were so magical that that's what drew me in. And and she thankfully fell in love with the project, and you know she really wanted to work with me, and I wanted to work with her. So it just really at the beginning it was like. I didn't know if it was going to work out, and but at the end, she she really fell in love with the project as well. So it was like, it was a blessing, you know, for both of us to um, to be able to work together. And she really got, she really like captured the 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 angel and the little girl and 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 everything. So it was it was really magical. But uh, yeah, that's how it happened. Oh, well, yeah, it's a you know, it's such a. It, it it's such a blessing, you know, and and I think one of the chatters was talking about, you know, just being led to the right person, you know, at the right time. And, and when you have, you know, as an author, of course, we're very attached to the to our work, and and sometimes, you know, like for me, very different kind of book, you know, very long novel. And so, um, I, you know, I worked with, you know, some editors, and they did a fine job, but I, it wasn't until right before the angels said, hey, this has to come out on Kindle on this date. They were very specific uh, mm-hmm. with me that I was led to the right person who honored the messages, the subtle messages of the book, um, and could do that editing uh, such a blessing without destroying the book. Because if you're not a very, you know what I mean, if you're not in, in resonance, I think, or or in connection with uh, the spiritual parts of it, you know, and everything is trying to, to teach. You know, you can just go in and sort of mechanically edit a book, and it's fine. But I was really had a hard time. You know, like, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. And so it is hard. And it's, so it was a very big lesson for me in, in learning to open up to other possibilities, people being able to really get what I wanted uh, to convey, of course, and to let go of my attachment to my own work, you know, that was flowing. And I say my own work. I love to write, and I love to, you know, I'm very visual. But it was almost like my story was already written. Yeah, I no, that, I mean, yeah, that story is just so wonderful, <laughs> the way it came about and so forth. And I'm really enjoying your book. You know, I, I'm, I started reading. I, I have it on my iPad. <laughs> So that way I can read it wherever, you know, if I'm, you know, if I don't want to carry something really bulky, I just, you know, I carry it with me, so. Well, yeah, and for the listeners, I found out when when Annabelle connected for the interview tonight that she was reading my book, so I very much uh, appreciate that. You know, we've been talking about the shift and, and the, you know, I'm always saying it, especially, you know, children are very wide open, like you said, we, we can tend to lose those things, you know, along the way. Um, but there really seems to be uh, an even more connected, you know, uh, you know, your and I children are, are pretty grown at this point, you know, but looking around me with other people ch- who are having small children or um, I'm not a grandparent yet, <laughs> but my niece, I have a, a brand new niece, you know, these children are so wide awake and so gifted, you know, almost telepathic. And so I, I really love your book because I feel like even your book could open up a dialogue between parents because I think myself, I learned a lot from my children, oh, yeah. even at a spiritual level, learning to see the world through their eyes or, you know, 
those things like that. So, and you know, the thing is that I think uh, you know, talking about like children, what they can, and you know, children can see. You know, sometimes they can see. They can, they probably can see angels, and and that we, you know, we just lose the ability because we we stop believing. But um, I think that you know, if this opens the door for them to really believe that it's okay for them to see the angels and for them to, you know, that because. I mean, they are there, like you said, they are there. So it's just a matter of, um, you know, I, I especially wrote this book for also not only uh, for my children, but also for all the kids in the world that do not have anyone, you know, and that for them to know that they're not alone on this journey, you know, I think that's a very important message. Well, I do too. And, you know, um, you know, I think that, you know, as children, like you were saying, and I think it's, I think that will, you know, that may have been completely true at one point. What I really feel looking just even energetically at the world is that these children coming in are really going to hold, these new newer children especially are going to hold on to that connection, you know, not have, you know, the the illusions of life sort of overtake them of what we, i got to grow up, i got to do this, i got to do that, you know, because there's so much in it doesn't matter what culture, but, you know, we'll talk about the United States. You know, there's so much that can take us a, away from the spiritual part of our, you know, human journey, too. Uh, but I, I have had more and more hope over the last, uh, especially, you know, uh, 10 years with all of this uh, shift and awakening that's going on, you know, that maybe, you know, we can raise more of these kids, you know, to, to keep those things intact, to not get disconnected from, from source. So that's why I appreciate your book. And um, just, Thank you. This has the most beautiful energy to it. And so I really, really uh, believe that, you know, it's not just a book for children, but for parents and grandparents. And, yet, you know, those that are young of heart and maybe even parents reading it to their children will open up and, and realize, oh, you know what? I always knew I had an angel. I remember that now. You know, so like you said, it's just as much to appeal to the parents who may be buying it. But the minute I saw your cover, it was like, oh, my gosh, I want to buy this one for my nieces, and I need to buy a copy for my, you know, I I started thinking of all these people. So I'm definitely sending them out as gifts. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. uh, And you do have... Go ahead. I needed a special illustrator. That's why I needed a special illustrator to draw you in, you know, and then have them read it because, you know, but the, the illustrations were sort of like very important. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, also uh, you when we were talking before the show, before I let you go, I know I've got a couple of people uh, sitting in the queue hoping to get readings, but it, did you just release an electronic version, or is that something that's being worked on right now? No, I, uh, I released it in time for the holidays, so in December. So, um, yeah, because a lot of the foreign markets, um, they, they like e-books. You know, for example, China, we do all the book tours around, you know, around the world. I mean, the company does. And so they, they thought it would be a good idea to just have it available, you know, as an e-book for, you know, for the foreign markets especially. Because a lot of these markets, you know, they just, they just, like ebooks, you know, so um, so we we made that available at the beginning of December, so it is available, you know, in um, ebook format as well for all for all the formats. Well, that is just wonderful. And so, how can people, uh, you know, we've got the links on the show page and everything, um, but if you, uh, you know, if how can people get a hold of the book? I, I understand it's on Amazon, so you just look. I, I found it very easily by just looking it up on Amazon. That would be the that would be the, the 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 most convenient way and the fastest way because they just have to type the day an angel ran into my room, and uh, and it will appear. They they can actually find reviews there, there as well. See people that have bought the book, see what they're saying, and so forth. Uh, it's also available through the publisher's website, but I think Amazon would be the easiest way because um, um, a lot of people just buy through Amazon nowadays. So, and it's also I know that I do. Barnesandnoble.com, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, I think that would be the easiest think, way. You know, it's amazing. Amazon's such a wonderful site. I buy I buy all kinds of stuff from Amazon myself, so that's really why I targeted the release to the Kindle first and and everything through them because that's pretty, you know if if people are already come in, then that's a good avenue you know to get your to get your book out and and to to be more available and like you said to a lot more markets certainly. Oh too. yeah. So I have one last question for you before I let you go. 
Okay. Are you planning to do? Are you feeling inspired to do another book? Oh yes, I already have the theme and everything. <laughs> I can. Can you tell us anything about it? Yeah, uh, actually, um, yes. Um, I've already started uh, in my because it always begins. You know, like at first it's an interior trip, and then you know, and then I I, I actually sit down and write it. But I've already started. It's going to be the, on the subject of bullying. Because I think that's a very uh, uh, prevalent problem nowadays, and I think that um, uh, the angel can bring a lot of inspiration to uh, the little girl, to Alessandra, to uh, help address that problem. And I think that that's going to be the theme of my next book. Wonderful, and I agree with you. And I'm glad that you're doing. Number one, I'm glad you're you're going to release another book, and I think the subject of bullying is a good one. You know, I think that that will be a wonderful book. And once once it's ready for the world, then let me know and I'll bring you back on the show. We can talk about it. Thank you so much. I, I, I have been so thrilled to be to be with you on the show, and I'm so thrilled to have found you and to be reading your book. <laughs> well, let me know what you think when you get done. And thank you so much for thank you so much for being on the Angel Connection with me. You've been uh, just a wonderful guest, Annabelle. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> well, I am so glad that we had Annabelle on the show, guys. Huh? You like her? I love her. And her mother called from Honduras. How cool is that? That's a great family. And I just highly recommend this book for any of the small or the uh, young of heart, you know, older folk, a- anybody. Just help support her and, you know, the work that she's doing. So. Wow, okay, well, I understand before, I can't believe the hour's already almost gone. I understand that I have a couple of people here waiting in the queue, and so I'd like to welcome, oh gosh, what's her name? Oh, it's Maria, what a beautiful name. Welcome to the Angel Connection Show, Maria. Hi, how are you? Hi. Have you been enjoying the show? Yes. Well, I'm glad that you called, and what can uh, I do for you this evening? Um, I was wondering if there's, like, any angel message. There's um, anything shifting better? Yeah, I, I, I sense a lot of sadness in your heart tonight, Maria. And so I just want to ask the angels, first of all, before I, I deliver a message for you, just to surround you and, and you know, and help you to feel safe and secure. And I know that, that you've had quite a bit on your plate, and they're just showing me that. And, and my heart goes out to you because I've had experiences in my own life where I felt like my life was just going to consume me. And so what I want to share with you, first of all, what we've been talking about all this evening is that you're definitely not alone, though I know it can feel that way, Maria. And you have a beautiful light around you. So I really want to talk, uh, you know, and, and, and affirm this beautiful heart that you have. I know that people uh, have often, you know, really taken advantage of you um, and, and your your kindness. Um, but what the angels say, for you know, to tell you, is, uh, you know, certainly to call upon them at any time, but they already kind of know what's going on, and they're really helping to try to clear out some of this old garbage in your life and allow you to kind of come up for air as well as to begin to have some of these shifts and changes for you. Um, So I really feel like, you know, the shift is coming, and I really feel like you're being supported, though I know things have not been easy. Does that make sense? Did you have a did you have a specific question for me? I really feel like you do. Um, like relationship wise or job wise, mm-hmm. either one. Yeah. Okay. Are you just coming out of a relationship? Um, no, we're just friends. We're still friends. Okay. Okay, what they're telling me is that April is especially a good time for you to, to as far as jobs go. So I know that's a couple months away. However, um, they want me to really encourage you that the what 
what you're seeking, like what you really want to do. It always can seem like uh, around us that nothing's going to turn out the way that we want to, but they they really uh, encourage me to tell you that uh, you really can have the type of job that you want. Um, and sometimes it's just very difficult to, to continue that belief in ourselves when things don't quite, you know, line up the way that we would like them to. Uh, but I see these things really uh, coming coming through for you in early April. Okay. And so what the angels say, sometimes it's hard uh, to just, you know, uh, assure Maria, they say right now, and, and uh, you know, just ask for her patience because I think they're working really hard to get things uh, you know, I feel like angels open possibilities for us. And sometimes when we can't, you know, open those possibilities in our lives ourselves, but they're working pretty hard to get things rearranged. So the more you take care of yourself, Maria, right now, the more that you continue to increase your love for yourself. They also tell me that there would be, you know, a relationship down the road, but they said, you know, right now it's all about getting you where you need to be and that the rest kind of flows later. Of, I guess the person I'm thinking of it. I guess because yeah, I'm like relocation. Do you mean right? That's what they're trying to tell me. I think that, that the, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think that that is what they're trying to tell you. Yeah. And uh, the and the one I'm thinking of too. Is it, so? Are you saying that there's a person that you you felt might be the one? I know he's one. I know it's deep down inside. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that you calling, and I'm going to include you in my prayers, Maria, that everything gets lined up the way that your that your heart really desires it right now, because you deserve it. Cool. I'm saying like for Thanks. job-wise and person I'm thinking of too, right? I guess. Thank you, babe. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling, sweetheart. All righty. Okay, well, I might have a, a minute here uh, for uh, Anna. Welcome to the Angel Connection Show, Anna. Thank you for taking my call. Well, we have to kind of get to it, so what's your question, honey? Uh, my question is related to boyfriend. Okay, so... Uh, do you you're... see me going on a date with James? Okay. Are you sure you want to go on a date with James? Yes. <laughs> That's what the angels just made me ask you. <laughs> All right, what they want to say about this, they're not telling you not to go out on a date with James. Um, but something they really want me to, to mention to you about relationships in your life. Yeah. Um, and uh, you need to be sure that you really hold on to yourself, who you are. Okay. You know, and definitely, and don't change um, to suit to suit these men in your life. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Does James like me? Well, you know, I what what they keep saying. They don't. All right, be quiet. Sorry, the angels are being really <laughs> really loud. Um, um, I think uh, that you like him a lot more than he likes you. And my cons- and what the angels are very concerned about is that you deserve much, much even better than this guy. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you. Yeah, and so I think he's somebody that is kind of like a player or somebody who just wouldn't be worth your time, quite frankly. Okay. Okay. However, however, yeah. seeing those things ahead of time, you know, and and just really opening to the possibilities, um, part of what's making you kind of look at James or maybe even other people, is that you're feeling this uh, connectedness to this life partner uh, coming. And so they just want me to let you know, summertime, honey, that's when you guys are going to meet. <laughs> so, oh, I hope be, so. Be, be patient and be true to yourself <laughs> along the way. But they just said you have some things to learn and so does your life partner, so you guys have not met yet. No, I haven't met him yet. Uh, yeah, but you're, you will know, they say, you know, it will be the same for both of you. It's like, where have you been all my life? So <laughs> so try to hang in there because I know that's what you're looking for. 
too good to be true. Okay. <laughs> no, it's possible. Trust me. I know it's hard to believe. So. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for waiting so long, Anna, okay. and I appreciate you calling and listening to the show. Thank you for your guest. I appreciated it. Oh, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> and you are too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Well, that's all the time we have this evening. You know, that was fun. You've been listening to the Angel Connection Show with C.J. Martis. Oh, my gosh, time flies. Next week's my uh, wedding anniversary, 16 years, so I'm re-airing two half-hour teaching episodes on letting go of resistance and navigating change. Until next time, my friends, remember to be angelic to yourselves so that you can become an angel to others. Know that I love you and have a blessed week, and uh, don't forget to be inspired. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.